Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What's going on, Raider Nation? Mikey here, along with my partner in crime, Tyler, bringing you another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. We are in the dog days of summer. Tyler, man, how are you holding up over there in New Mexico? Oh, I'm dying. It feels like forever since I've talked to anybody about anything relevant in the world, like Raiders football or, (laughs) I don't know, just anything. Like, there's nothing going on in the world of sports, and it's killing me right now. Right, right. And, you know, for me personally, I'm not a huge baseball fan, and I know a lot, I talk to a lot of baseball fans, and they're like, you know, things don't really start heating up till about August anyway in the world of baseball. So I don't know if that's true or not. I just, I, that's off the top of my head. And it, it kind of does, it is a bummer because like I said, I'm not a baseball fan. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't enjoy that pastime through the summertime. So once the NBA finals were over and we crowned the Raptors champs, yes. I turned the TV off and I was just kind of like, well, this is the end, I guess. We're in yep. the doldrums. You know, we, we are. There is, no wind in the sails uh, nope. for the next several months. However, tomorrow, I, man, rookies have to start reporting to camp. And yes, they do. And then we can start talking about who's getting cut this year and who's not going to make the roster and yes. who's going to make the roster and who's, you know, like who's going to be the long snapper. That's right. That is where the real interest lies for me this year. Who is going to be. The long snapper. Right, right. Just That's kidding. Been a, been I'm just a kidding. Been uh, a big position battle that yes. we've been watching super closely throughout the draft and free agency. I really <laughs> thought we were going in the first round. I thought we were going long right. snapper for right. sure. And there was that but, young man uh, out of Wake Forest I had my eye on. but uh, Yes. Apparently, the GM and the head coach uh, felt otherwise. Yep. So, yep. Um, so we'll just see. They went we'll see with how a it defensive end. Yeah. I don't get that pick at all. Like, Yeah, I don't either. I mean, Khalil we Mack solid. is still in town, right? I feel like the last time we talked, no, no, Khalil Mack no, 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 was no. still in town. No, Khalil Mack, he's, he's moved, he's moved uh, east. Ah. Uh, uh, right. So, no. That explains it then. Yeah, defensive end is a concern. Um, gotcha. Uh, at least that's the reports I'm hearing. Uh, okay. Boots on the ground are telling me that we need more from the defensive end position. I don't understand it, but uh, apparently what we had last year wasn't ample enough. I think our, our 13 sacks total last year, or 11 sacks total last year, uh, apparently isn't going to get the job done moving forward. Allegedly. So, allegedly. So apparently we need more help. Anywho, before we get into all that, Raider Nation, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. As always, we are family-friendly, political-free. You won't hear any politics on this podcast. I know a lot of other podcasts are engaging in political debate, 
rhetoric, commentary, none of that here. It's all Oakland Raider football. We figured you clicked on an Oakland Raider podcast. You probably want to hear some, like, at least football news and maybe even a little news about the Oakland Raiders. Amen. And not our political opinions. So we keep it political free for your convenience and for our safety. Um, Yes, for our safety. And... As always, you want to get a hold of us, you can be part of the show. We've had some really fun phone calls in the past. Give us a phone call. Leave us a voicemail on any topic you want, as long as it's football-related. And there are going yep. to be some off-football-related topics towards the end of this show that you can that you can get in on, you can weigh in on. Give us a call, 208-557-9771 is the number to call. We'd love to hear it. We'll play it back on the podcast. Tyler and I will break it down, dissect it. We'll decide if you're right, you're wrong, um, and basically just hand out judgment um, from yep. Hand our it down from above. Exactly, exactly. Also, give us a follow if you're on the Twitterverse at Behind Patch on Twitter. Give us, a, give us a follow there. We love interacting with fans. We try to only repost anything that's uh, actual worthy of reposting. We don't get on there. We don't. We won't like fill your your feed with just a bunch of retweets of like articles you've probably seen like eight other times, or just uh, or uh, what's coming up recently is all this just ridiculous nonsense, this clickbait, and we're gonna get into a little bit of that. And we're gonna deal out a little death and judgment there as well here later in the podcast, but we try to only give you the relevant information, the stuff that you want to hear that it's relevant to Raider Nation and not the clickbait. And you know what? If you're Twitter, if you're not if you're old school like me and you're on Facebook, you can find our page at behind the eye patch on Facebook. Go follow us on the Facebook page there. That's where we put a lot of our polls up. We like to poll the nation, find out what people are thinking. We'll we run those polls back on here. We talk about them. We have a good time. Get in on it. You can shoot us messages there. If you don't want to call in, but you still want to ask us a question, shoot us a te- uh, a message through through Facebook. Shoot us a message through Twitter. We'll read it back on here. You want to remain anonymous? Just let us know, man. We won't. We, we'll we'll try to keep your name out of the history books, out of the record books. Um, yep. For again, you know that for anonymity safety for safety purposes. Yeah, because you know sometimes you got to go underground, and we understand that. So uh, anywho, get at us either way you want, Tyler. It is summertime, man. I don't know about you, but I've been doing a lot of fishing, a lot of hanging out at the river. It's 101 today. Whew. So that's just once I found out once you hit around 100, all temperature basically kind of just feels the same because yeah. I've had 100 degrees. I've had 110, 112. It all once you hit triple digits, in my opinion, in this dry Idaho heat, it's just all hot. There's not even a big difference if it's like between 100 or 110, in my opinion. It's just like, that's just bloody hot. Like, find yep. a pool, stay inside, stick your head, you know, in the shower, you know. Do the ice bucket challenge again, just for the, old time's sake. Right, right. Just yeah. just take care of yourself well, that way. Don't work too hard. That's a great excuse, you right. know. Yep. Stay inside. Outside. Yeah. Keep, right. keep yourself nice and cooled off, for sure. Eh. When I lived in, in Phoenix, there was like a couple days where it was like 116, 118. And uh, I was always like, you know, once you hit like 105, like that is the point at which you're just like, it's just Ugh. hot. Like it doesn't. Right. 118 it's just like extra frosting on the cake like you don't really notice that it's there 
Right. Sometimes, like, but anyway. You like you lost an extra pint of water, you know, right. hour yeah. out of your yeah. body. You know, that's the only way. It's like, well, now front and back of my t-shirt are drenched instead of just the front. So After oh, okay. seven seconds instead of uh, <laughs> right. seven and a half. You know, I found out that apparently like in Arizona that they have air conditioning. That's why they have air conditioning in the garages because it's so hot that even like going from your garage to your house, yes. the garage can like become an oven. So they yeah, actually absolutely. cool yep. the garage. We don't have that here in Idaho. They don't do I that don't kind of I think thing. we had that. I know we didn't have that in our garage. If oh, we wow. did, the uh, the vent was closed because it was <laughs> it was still freaking hot in our garage. Like seriously, like in Arizona, it's cool. Like you can go outside and you can cook without having any utensils. Like you just Right. You know, throw some meat down on the ground. You have yourself a burger cooked in a couple hours. Like, it, there's, right. it's just, it's great. It's like, you know, just heating up rocks and old school way of cooking. Throw it on the cement and watch it, watch it cook. So, Woo. good times. Good times in Arizona. Miss Arizona. I know we have some listeners in Arizona. So, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Stay safe, man. Just don't, don't, yeah. Stay alive, you know. Yep. We don't we don't need Raider Nation to be dying out there in this heat. No. All right. Speaking of cooking, there are some people that need to be roasted. Ooh. We're on the hot seat, man. Well for some done. of the rhetoric going on in the postseason. Now, look, I understand it, beat writers. It's a slow time of year. There's not a lot going on. Yet you gotta stay relevant. You gotta keep putting out content. Maybe you have pressure from above of people saying hey come on chop chop we need an article at least one this week or you know we need something by the weekend or you, you know you haven't posted anything in a couple weeks so i know the temptation is strong strong to just pull some rabbit out of the hat the, tr- the trash is real and, at and this just, point right and just like put your thinking caps on and come up with something crazy something that you're going to get a lot of click-throughs with and unfortunately, it seems like that's what we have again today. I mean, we deal enough with this during the regular season, but it seems like it becomes real fire during the off season. Some of the stuff that people are coming up with, and then some of the stuff people are getting upset over that it's like, there's really no need to be upset. Um, so Tyler, what's first on the docket today? What what do we have to get the record straight with first? Um... Uh... Do we want to start with setting the record straight, or do we want to give a shout-out to our friends who inducted us into a certain Hall of Fame? Oh, you know what? That that would be great. You know, before we get in, before we start, you know, flame-throwing around, I yes. think we do need to start Toss with some, a little... some lilies and some, yes. some flower petals. Yes, over at the Salt City Silver and Black in Syracuse, the Ch- Oakland Raider chapter over there. Tyler and I had the distinct honor of getting inducted into the honorary member for a lifetime over yes. there. We got some sweet t-shirts. Sweet got a swag. Lanyard, got some swag. I got a uh, 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 sticker. I got a t-shirt. Actually, that's a really sick shirt. I'm, you could go look on our Facebook page. Check out the shirts. They're sweet. I've got a lanyard with the official. Let, uh, let me pull it down here a second. Uh, Salt City member. Presented this card. I've got this. If I ever am up in Syracuse, New York, I have a place to stay. And this Woo. is really, really cool because you know what? I've got a feeling at some point, it's no joke. I'm going to cash this in one day. I'm going to cash this in. I'm going to make my way up there because I've always wanted to f- visit back east. 
Uh, I'm, I'm a West I always boy. wanted to fish like the Great Lakes. Right. And right. I think I know somebody that owns a fishing shop on one of those lakes, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. So we are going to get up there. I'm, I'm going to cash in on this one day, but a big, big heartfelt shout out to Salt City, Silver and Black out in Syracuse. Rob, Jay, those guys, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, means it really a lot. isn't on. Yeah, it does. It does mean a lot. And, and this is really cool. It's is. Um, I mean, it's a membership into something. We were able to get get their get the word out about their club through our podcast. Uh, they they enjoy the show. Uh, we're happy they enjoy the show. We try to yes. keep that rocking and rolling. I mean, our fan base has been growing quite steadily since the uh, beginning of this thing almost a year ago. We're we're coming almost. up on that here in about about six weeks or so. Um, the only That's problem, pretty- the only problem I have is as soon as I put my keys on that lanyard, my transmission blew. So it's they're like their club <laughs> is super hot or something. Like my transmission <laughs> blew up. So I get Anywhere. to replace my transmission. Thanks, guys. Oh boy. And uh, but I am. I'm rocking the shirt. I've been rocking the shirt. I'm rocking the old uh, bracelet. Yes. That, that they gave us. I love those like stretchy bracelet things. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. A lot of compliments on the shirt, too. People are like, you're a Raiders fan? I'm like, heck yeah. And I belong to a group in New York because they're that cool. They allow people like me into their group. So I appreciate it as well. Thank you, Rob, Jay. And uh, we got to get Rob back on the show before the season starts to uh, get his predictions. That's a a big thing right now is predicting the future. So we got to get Rob's predictions and then... uh, yeah, get the word back out. But again, big shout out to them. Thank you guys so much. We're excited to be aboard. Happy to be aboard the Salt City Silver and Black Syracuse chapter of Raider Nation. True family, man. This this yes. Raider Nation thing is a true family, and I, I love being a part of it. All right, Tyler. Now right, it's time. Now it's we time can to deal out death throw, and judgment. Now. now we can hand down judgments and wrath. So the first thing on the docket that I have today, there's several things that I'd like to address, and and we'll do so respectfully. Uh, the first one was a trade scenario. Uh, as uh, soon yes. as as soon as uh, Ezekiel Elliott was rumored to be holding out of the Dallas Cowboys training camp, there was a rumor floated by a a source called Fanside. Now. I've been known in the past to uh, pretty much ignore everything that these guys put out (laughs) because I think it's hot garbage most of the time. Now, Mo Moton sometimes posts some articles to uh, fan-sided for the Raiders, and I will read those. I respect his opinions and his his insight into the game, but this was just something that I, I had to text it to you and Birch, and I was like, what in the heck? is seriously going on right here. So here is the the proposed trade for the Raiders and Ezekiel Elliott. The Raiders, Micah, would send uh, Jonathan Abram, Josh Jacobs, and our 2020 first-round pick from the Bears to the Dallas Cowboys for Ezekiel Elliott and a 2020 fourth-round draft pick. I laugh and giggle on the inside, but I'm going to let you have the first take on this one. Okay, okay. So so 
let, let me, what are, what are we, tra- you got to run that past because there's a lot of information. Who are, who, what are we giving up again? We're giving up. Jonathan Abram. Okay. Our first round safety. Okay. Josh Jacobs, our first round running back. Okay. And next year's Chicago Bears first round pick that we got for Khalil Mack. Good heavens. Are for, you kidding me? And Elliot, in behalf of Ezekiel Elliott and a 2020 fourth round draft pick. So it, in grief. essentially, essentially, three first round draft picks for Ezekiel Elliott and a fourth round draft pick. There is no running back in the league worth three first round draft picks. Especially no- somebody that beats women and can't keep their hands off of other people like Ezekiel Elliott. Are you, like and we just picked up a young man, Josh Jacobs, who's but in most standards was is was maybe all standards the number one running back in the 2019 NFL draft. We're going to yes. give him up. Uh, how, how old is how old is Elliot? Uh, uh 24. And how old is uh, uh, Jacobs? He's like, he, I mean, dude, the dude's like a babe. I don't even know if he's like 21 yet. I don't even think he, can he legally drink yet? I, I don't know. Think- he's got a, uh, he's got a really nice uh, a grill that he, when he signed his rookie contract, he wore a really nice grill and he was getting grilled for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, pardon like, my pun. Like you, yeah, I like what you did there. But uh, th- that is just, and also, um, Abram. A safety that many touted to be, again, the top safety, want at least top three safeties in this year's draft because... Yeah, Elliot Elliot just turned 20, let's see, 24. Just turned 24. July 22nd, 1995. If I do my math right, 20 years is 2015 plus four is 24 years. Okay, so so Josh Jacobs just turned 21 in February. Okay. So so he's got three years on Elliot. Elliot's been in the league three years. Yeah. Elliot's posted for two seasons some f- phenomenal numbers. Uh, right. Fantastic. Um can't, but th- can't this- leave his hands off of other people though. Right. Likes to likes to uh, engage bartenders and b- bulldoze them over, but it's okay <laughs> because it's Ezekiel Elliott and he really the guy was just standing in the way. No no problem there. I just, this kind of stuff, this is where the reaching begins and, like, the the clickbait begins in the offseason. I don't understand, like, where, uh, who came up with this as far as, like, uh, how did you get to this point? Like, I understand Oakland needs a running back, but I was pretty satisfied. But we just drafted one. Right. I'm pretty satisfied with Josh Jacobs, Doug Martin, Jalen Richard. I, I like that trio. And Chris, Chris Warren, Warren the third. third. I, I'm excited to see him this preseason. I think he's going to get a lot of snaps early and often. Um, but I, I just don't like if we hadn't have drafted a running back, I could see where like, OK, this is a glaring need. Carr does, you know, just 10 times better with a good run game. Oakland needs to somehow some way figure out, you know, supplementing that run game with a guy like Ezekiel. Elliott. But even then. Three? I'm not going to give up three first-round first, draft picks. Yes, 
three first round picks for a running back who's been in the league already three seasons. What do running backs average in the league these days? Like seven, eight seasons? Eight, yeah, about eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, eight seasons. So he's nearly half after this year. He's basically half life through of his NFL career. If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. Uh, uh, that makes- Unless you're Frank Gore, of course. Shout out to Frank Gore, who's a yeah, freaking monster. Yeah, I gotta say, shout he's out an Frank anomaly. Gore. And uh, who's that other guy? There was that uh, Sproles. Oh yeah, Darren Sproles. Sproles. That I dude don't just know. keeps going too. That's the kind of dude. Really quickly, I'm gonna go down a rabbit trail. One second. Sproles is that one guy. He'll all of a sudden score like three touchdowns one weekend, so you pick him up in fantasy football. Yes. And then he goes ghost for like five weeks in a row. You know, and then as soon a- as you drop him, he goes for another three. Right, because and the your opponent guy, had picked him up on right, desperation. They, desperation, they they popped him in their flex position. And Absolutely, thing, Sproles has like twenty four fantasy points, and you're yep. going, you know, just shoot me now, kind of. Like, <laughs> anywho, anywho, there is no running back in the league where three first round. I, I can't think of any. Um, uh, even Adrian Peterson when he was good, I wouldn't give up three first round draft picks for him. Not for a team. Look, okay, if Oakland were a team that it was like we just need one more piece. Our defense is phenomenal. We have an awesome quarterback. We have an awesome offensive line. We've got great wide receivers. We just don't have a running back, man. Oh, if we had a running back, oh, this this team would be like probably like four to one Super Bowl odds, man. No, Ooh. guys, this this team is like this team has a lot of building to go. That's yep. why we're so jacked with five first round picks in two years. Yep. We we need to hoard these, man. We need to I mean, by the time we're heading into Vegas, like we've talked about, I'm hoping this season we start seeing that turnaround. We start seeing these young players develop the Abrams, the Jacobs, the Farrell, the all these guys. Hurst. I'm excited to see Mo Hurst. Mullen. Yeah, I, I, I these guys by the time we hit Vegas, we should all be like, oh yeah, here we go. Now we're putting a core of players together here. Now both sides of the ball are looking good. The last thing we need to do is trade away all our stock that we're trying to right. build this team with. We're not one or two players away, like say maybe, you know, maybe like the Rams. You know, if the Rams had had, you know, better maybe quarterback, or, you know, whatever, or right. better receivers. Better you know, receivers, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then, then, oh my gosh, you know, if, if the Rams had had Odell Beckham on their team, they would have been, you know, probably in the Super Bowl kind of a thing. We're not that way. We were, what were we, 4 and 12 last year? 5 and 11? 4 I and mean, 12. I'm, I'm trying to forget the last couple of years as it is already. Um, uh, no, this trade makes no sense. There are no running backs in the league, in my opinion. We're three first-round picks. I can't. I can't even like think back in recent memory. Like I said, Adrian Peterson, um, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, heck, even who was who was the flash in the pan guy? Uh, um, big name out of Boise State. Ajahi had a big. Oh, Ajahi. Season, you know his first year. Um, uh, yeah. There's no even like Todd Gurley. Like right, a Todd right. Gurley or anybody even, like even that. Even like like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. You know, I who mean, also at, likes to beat women. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there none of those. I would never have traded three first round picks for. You know, this isn't the NBA. Okay, no. guys, this is the NFL. This isn't NBA. Um, we're not doing that. We're not a team that just needs one more star player, and we're like we're set for the next two or three years to make Super Bowl runs. That's not how this thing's going for Oakland. So, nope. No, thank you. Anyway, fan cited that was dumb. That was yep. dumb. Get out of here. With roasted. That. Yeah. Boom, roasted. <laughs> okay, Michael Scott. 
All right, on to the next one. On to the, who do we got next? Uh, the next one is uh, our beloved quarterback, Derek Carr, who we have made it known very clear we are supporters of, right? Absolutely. Not, not in, uh, I wouldn't say in a steady relationship, no. but uh, very much supporters of the man. We've gone right. on, uh, in the last few weeks, if you haven't heard from us, it, we've we've been absent, mostly due, I'm changing jobs, Micah's smashing YouTube videos, and we've been on a couple other shows in which we discussed our feelings on Derek Carr, so everybody should know by now that we, we, we like Derek Carr. Uh, but there was, you know, Mike Florio from pro football talk gets a horrid rap within the Raider nation and, and deservedly so for most things. But this week there was a tweet that went out that essentially said, well, it it was a video, but anyway, I digress. Uh, it essentially said if Derek Carr does not play well this year, uh, seeing that he has Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Josh Jacobs, you know, all these weapons that we have surrounded him with monstrous offensive line again, right? Yep. Probably a much improved offensive line, except for incognito misses the first two games for suspension. Uh, and and we are still have to see what we've got in Matt Miller. You know, we're hoping for that progression. Miller. What is or not uh, Miller? Not not Matt Miller. I don't know why I'm thinking Colton. Colton Miller, I'm, Matt Miller go. is a is a writer for NFL.com. If he's out there playing lineman, we're in trouble. Yes. Um, uh, any Colton Miller, Colton any Miller. Colton Miller, and uh, so anyway, essentially this tweet said this. It said if he doesn't play well under these circumstances, it is possible that the Raiders be looking at replacing him next year. Seems harmless enough to me. Yeah. I mean we've. Same. We've we've spoken with Murph uh, for a, a couple episodes, and we we talked with uh, Monster Mash Ken on one of their episodes as well uh, about about Carr. Uh, and I've I've said I see no reason for him to not go back to 2016 or better than 2016, seeing that he actually has some of the tools to improve. Right. But it, there was there was a big uproar that oh Florio is just dissing the Raiders. He hates the Raiders. He probably does. Uh, but he, I, I don't really find any fault in what he said. Like it's true. I I think if Carr has those weapons, he goes out and he only throws for about three thousand yards and about you know fifteen touchdowns and ten interceptions and and we're like whoa what in the world like yeah. That that that's probably what would happen is they would look for a replacement. I see nothing right. wrong with the statement. Do I think he's going to do that? No. I have gone on record and I have said I believe he throws over 4,000 yards. I believe he has about 25, 26 touchdowns with about, you know, 8 to 10 interceptions. I've gone on record saying I think he does well with Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Josh Jacobs. And the monster of the back, you know, the backfield that we have in the monstrous offensive line. I think he will perform well. Yeah. But I, I saw I was not in an uproar at that statement. No. Because I'm thinking in my head, if he stinks with those weapons, it's his second year in his offense. We know with Musgrave, he had a great second year in Musgrave's offense. Went right. 12 and 4. 
went should have probably gone to the at least the first or second round of the playoffs, but Carr broke his ankle, and right. we were left with Maddie McGloin and and uh, was it Connor Cook was the other guy that we yep. had. Yep. And so that ended. That magic ended. So anyway, I see no yep. reason for anybody to be upset at that uh, at that yeah. statement. And I was not upset, but I, you know, I don't think that he has a crappy season either. I am all pumped for Carr to have good receivers with reliable hands, decent blockers, and an offensive line that doesn't look like Swiss cheese. Right, right. And just because you dislike somebody personally doesn't mean their argument is wrong. Now, I, I understand, I guess, if you believe that even if Carr goes out, like we said, and, and it kind of bombs this year and we go and we go five and five and 11, you know, with the weapons we have. And you're like, no, no, I still think Carr, Carr should get another shot. Yeah, I guess that's your opinion. But here's that, you know, uh, Murph from Raiders Fade Radio put it a good way. I, I see no evidence like in the past to that, that indicates that Carr is going to struggle this year. So I would be hugely shocked to see Carr come out and be like, wow, this guy's really not that good, is he? I would be shocked because it's been proven time and time again. I mean, last year, statistically, as far as percentages, I think it was his second best year as far as quarterback rating goes in his career. He had like a 93.4% rating. The only better year was his 2016 campaign. And last year, he had a he, he had like he was throwing to nobodies, man. His offensive line, he had like two of the original five starters out there. Yet he was still putting up solid numbers. He was keeping Oakland in games. So there, there is nothing. Um, there is no. Um, there's no evidence that Carr should struggle this year. In fact, all signs point to Carr having a baller season. I think being a top six, top seven, top eight quarterback in the league, perhaps even better than that. Because I, I always give a little bit of grace. It's the first year with, you know, new receivers. That takes a little bit of time. But it's his second year in the offense. Um, uh, so I, I've, I hinge big hopes on that. I've I've spoken my distrust for Tom Cable. I That really worries me. If there's one thing on that offense that worries me, it's not the running game, man. It's not the wide receivers. It's not the quarterback. It's not the offensive line. It's Tom Cable, man. Tom Cable worries me because Tom Cable... If there's somebody who doesn't have a good track record, it's old Cable. So yep. that worries me a little bit. Um, we'll see. Time will tell. Um, but yeah, to get upset that like Oakland, you know, if you know Oakland might move on after this year if Carr goes five and eleven, you know, if Carr and the Raiders go five and eleven, and if Carr is throwing interceptions in the end zone, you know, kind of like what he did the first, you know, four or five weeks of the season, kind of some boneheaded plays, and you're just going, oh, what was that? Yep. You know, kind of a thing. Throwing if it incomplete on purpose on fourth right. down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, if there are things that, and you're just going, what in the world? I and I think, um, and I think honestly, Raider Nation will have its belly full, to be honest, at that point. If Oakland has another 4-12, and 5-11 type campaign and Carr is doing that kind of stuff, I think, I think Raider Nation will be like, okay, yeah, it's time to move on. Obviously, it's not up to us. Um, and the other difficult thing about that is, is we know John Gruden, he, you know, he likes veterans. Yep. He doesn't like to be, you know, so everybody's like, well, who would he get in the draft? I, I don't know if, if even Gruden would be looking to the draft. Yeah. To, he may to be looking to free agency. Nathan right. Peterman. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kill me. Get out of here. 
get right. out of here. But anyway, I'll show myself that, out. That's that. I don't disagree with that statement. If Carr plays poorly, uh, then yeah. I, what what is this year? Year six? Year seven? Yep. Year six? Uh, year six? Uh, then yeah. I think after six seasons, I know there's been a lot of turnover and stuff, but he's got there, no excuses this year. He's got all the weapons there, and if he plays poorly, then yeah, I'm I am more than willing to to see what's on the other side of the fence. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the quarterback draft class coming up. Um, now, after the the call, you know, the 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 2019-2020 college season, I might be singing a different tune if one of right. these guys like the young man out of Oregon or Tua Tagovailoa, you know, plays baller lights out or the young man, the former Alabama quarterback who's now at OU balls out and then, you know, maybe I go, eh, well, you know what? I, I wouldn't mind picking him up because Oakland's picking, you know, fourth again this year. So that's now I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, maybe even trading up to pick a guy like that. Who knows? We're, we're so far away from that. But um, yeah, I can't say that I'm angry. Nope. Oh, if, if, if Carr I, plays poorly, uh, that that's then I think you've got every right to doubt him going into the to, to doubt that he's still the future of the Oakland Raider franchise. Uh, yep. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no. It's not like, oh my gosh, he's had two years, you know, and we're tossing him over already. Come on, you know, kind of a thing. It's like be like tossing over Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, their new quarterback, and be like, nope, nope, nope. They didn't do well, so it's time to move on. It's like, well, the dude played one season. Like you got to give right. him at least three years, give him three seasons. And then, you know what, or in Peterman's case, give him at least two games. And then after two games, if he's, you know, still throwing <laughs> four touchdowns and a half, then yeah, maybe, maybe he's not the quarterback of the future or <laughs> interceptions instead of touchdowns. I'm sorry. Yeah. If he's throwing four touchdowns and a half, keep that, yeah, bad keep, boy, but keep him, trade him. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. So no, it's okay. Nothing to get upset about, but that there were nope. a lot of people upset about. Lots that. of upset, people and they were just that. like, oh, "I can't believe you'd even say that. You'd even think that." And I think again, it was mostly just just uh, anger at Tom. It wasn't anything, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I think it was irrational. Yeah. I, I don't. I think it's like well, he's like. I, I said, think it was just. I think it was like you said. I think it was just because it was coming out of Florio's mouth. Like that's that's it. Right. Right. And if it were anybody else, people would probably be like, oh, I could see that. But, you know, just because you don't like him doesn't mean his statement is wrong. So I think I'm in like that. I think I'm in like the own like probably the the quarter of Raider Nation that still follows the guy after his last, you know, like remarks of trading car before the the draft and drafting a, a quarterback high in the last draft. I think I'm about in the small percentile of Raider Nation that still even follows the guy, so. <laughs> oh, man. Anyhow. Next on oh. the docket. Are we yes. ready for the next one? Next Let's on the docket on. is a moniker that is going around uh, about our new stadium, which, by the way, has just about got all of the roof trusses are up, I believe. Uh, last time I saw we were missing one truss, and I'm guessing... That was the end of last week. I'm guessing that's probably up by now. And I know that they're working on like this. I don't know what you call it. The roofing, like skirting, maybe. I don't know. That goes around the top because there's going to be a skylight in the middle. Like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so it's like just the edges are covered. And then the middle, I believe, is going to be glass. And so it's like you're playing outside, but you're really inside because it's probably too dang hot to play outside in Vegas. Right. And uh, and they get snow there sometimes, so I they covered oh. it. Um, but anywho, so the stadium 
is looking, you know, rather in its advanced stages. Like I think they're starting to put in uh, seat, maybe not quite seats yet, but like the the cement footings for the right. seats um, and stuff like that. People are getting super stoked. But there is a moniker going around that I'm not a fan of, and I will explain okay. why. Um, the moniker going around is that our new stadium nickname should be called the Death Star. Now, oh, I'm going to give you the first opportunity to uh, explain yourself, and then I will delve into a little bit of history. So the Death Star moniker, okay. Is it because no. of the shape? I don't. I think it's just because it's the head of the Rebel Alliance, and we are the Rebel Alliance of the NFL. Like we have Darth Vader as one of our fans. Right. That still like. Does anybody know how that story ended? Like, right. The Death Star. Let's look at the end of. The, let's look at the end of the story <laughs> rather than the beginning of the story. That's that's exactly where I was going. So take it away, sir. Fire no, away, I, if you will. No, Track- I just tractor beam me i just don't understand like why we would want to name something after something that got destroyed not once but twice like two times like like two times just got blown to smithereens like it's like name it like the black pearl yeah if you want it like if you want something like that lasted and kept going and it was like it was you know couldn't be defeated you know the black pearl hello you know the flying dutchman those are two pirate themed things you know but the death star i mean the death star like got blown to bitty pieces twice Twice. why why would we want that i don't want that on my head don't put that evil on me tyler don't Don't put put that that evil evil on me ricky bobby yeah, oh, I, that's, that's I exactly I where I was looking. I was looking at the end from the beginning, and so I'm like, the end of the Death Star twice <laughs> was that it got blown to smithereens. Like, it, the back side of it looked like it had been blasted by several atomic bombs. Like, there was, it was skeletonized. There was nothing left. It just was destroyed. Why do we want to name our sh- our flagship stadium, our $1.9 billion stadium, after something that was not destroyed only once, but two times? But was rebuilt only to be destroyed Only again. to be destroyed yet oh, again. By the, or I guess it wasn't the Rebel Alliance. I misspoke to all the Star Wars fans. I apologize. Yeah, go the, after Tyler, not yeah, me. Yeah, the Rebel Alliance is the good guys. The what? I can't even remember what the the Empire. I guess I don't remember. Just like the Empire Strikes Back, the bad dudes. It was the bad dudes base, and we're the bad dudes of the NFL, right, allegedly. Right. right. So- and uh, so. Anyway, you know, I, I agree with you. Like, I like the Black Pearl. If you ever watch Pirates of the Caribbean, that thing, like, takes, you like know. it survived like, in a bottle. Right, it know? survived in a bottle. It survived, like, cannon shot through it, you know. Like, that thing was beastly, and it never sank. That's the type of ship I want. I right. want a Black Pearl. I, I don't want, sure, the Death Star looks cool. It can blow up planets, but it's got a fatal flaw. Right. The, the black pearl has no fatal flaw. So anyways, yeah. And I don't want to see, I don't want to see that every Sunday. Like Sundays when I lose, 
you know, all the memes going around or the gifs, you know, of of the you know, the Death Star blowing up and other, you know, the other team's fans laughing at us. You know, like we don't we've got enough already that we have to go through. We don't we don't, we don't need, need to, to like add insult bring it, to injury. Yeah, we don't need to bring it on ourselves with like, oh, this is a really cool idea, the Death Star, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, we I guess I guess it did get blown up twice. Didn't didn't think about that. You know, no, no let's just let's leave it. Um, or, or, you know, <laughs> Raider Nation, if you could think of a better name, yeah. you know, uh, hit th- us like, up, hit us up. I want to know, but let the Death Star, let's put that one to bed. Let's just quietly hide that one. Let's, <laughs> let's, we'll put that in the memory banks. We'll file that one away and, um, put it uh, under lock and key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let that one collect dust. In, in my opinion. I, and I realize it's just my opinion, but I'm right. like, man, that sucker got blown up twice. <laughs> It did. It did. No, I. I would, like, I would. I would go to great lengths to try to dissuade people from naming any part of the Vegas Stadium the Death Star. You know, if it's like, oh, you know, instead of the black hole, well, name it. You know, the Death Star. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Let's leave all of that out. Let's not. That's a. The- that's a part of history that even you know the the the. The Galactic Empire, they weren't even proud of. So no, not, they left it, and then they tried to build another one, and it got destroyed as well. So, like, not only has the Death Star gotten blown up twice, but I think they made, like, an even bigger one in the new movies. Right. And I think, was it The Force Awakens or something like that? I and don't the, know. They've had, like, I don't remember. But yeah, they built another one, and that one got blown up too. So really, in all actuality, there's been like three Death Stars, and they've all been destroyed. I don't right. want that evil on my team. I just, I don't. Yeah. So, so let's 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 find something else. Let's find something better. In my opinion, uh, you know, maybe you got a different. Maybe you can. You know what? Change maybe my can, mind. Yeah. Change my mind. Call in the Message. meme dude sitting in the park. Change our mind. Yeah, yeah, like maybe, maybe there's a, maybe there's something else, or there's a, I'm not looking at this the correct way, and and maybe you can you can uh, tell me otherwise, but for now, let's I'm gonna put the Death Star to bed, bring on the Black Pearl. I, that doesn't even quite seem right either to me. Like there's got to be something out there, you know. There's got to be a, there's got to be something that would take on. But Black Pearl, if, if you would tell me, if you were to tell me, you got to choose right now, the Death Star or the Black Pearl. I, Black Pearl, hands down, hundred percent, because yeah. it survived the whole. Perhaps series. the the pearl and the or the the diamond in the desert. I don't know, but let's oh, name it gosh. after something that is uh, durable and not so fatally flawed. Yeah. Speaking of things that are flawed, Tyler, how in the world does Kansas City Chiefs Tyreek Hill wide receiver Good gosh. get off with not even? Like not even four game suspension because usually he you know, didn't NFL, even get a slap on the wrist. Well, usually what happens is you know you beat somebody up, a child, you know, a break, a, a, a broken a, arm. Yeah, you break a kid's arm, or you you know you beat your girlfriend or wife up. You know the NFL comes down heavy on that with a four game suspension. You know they're like <laughs> you. We do not believe in that kind of violence. You sit out the month of September. And everybody's like, whoa, look at that. Really cracking down hard on these uh, domestic violence people. Uh, but he didn't even get that. What no. is up with that? I, 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 there there got to be Chiefs fans. Number one, I would be ashamed if I were a Chiefs fan. Absolutely. Um, but there got to be Chiefs fans. But, Micah, there was... 
there was no evidence. There's no video evidence that uh, yeah. he even did anything. And I've seen the pictures, Micah. Like the pictures of the lady in the hospital. She, she just has strangulations around her throat. I mean, it's right. no big deal. Right. Maybe. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but good grief. I mean, come on. For real? For real? Like, you, you don't. It's a joke. A sick th- th- joke. It is a sick joke because at the end of the day, th- this is a real life event. We got to remember that this is a this is like this happened to two people. This wasn't like a. I mean, I can be upset that he didn't get kicked out of the league or at least suspended for a year or half the league or. Whatever. But like, there were two people that were assaulted. At the end of the day, I don't care if they were, you know, a, a, a fiance to a football player to a plumber to a mechanic. I don't care who they were assaulted, and and the person who assaulted them is walking free. Yeah. I, that, and they know who me, did it. Right. But and, because there's allegedly not enough evidence, the man walks. Right. And and I don't get it. Um, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. I'm going to try to dance around this without getting into politics or any of that. But it's a, I'll just say it. That it's a sad state of affairs. And it's not just because I'm a Raider fan and Tyree Kill, you know, it'd be nice to not go up against Tyree Kill twice a week. It would just... For for the love of justice, man! Like, is does the NFL not care? I mean, I the NFL's track record with this stuff though is very poor. It's horrid. very poor. You know, you 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 get drunk and you get a DUI and you're suspended six games. You know, but you beat up your child and your fiance, and it's like, well, you know, we'll be watching you, kind of a thing. And it's it's ridiculous. It's it's getting ridiculous. And um, unless. You know, let's, let's, again, change my mind. If there's something in there that you can say, point to and go, well, no, no, you don't know all the facts here. Let me show you. But I've, I've seen enough of this. I've, I mean, I've read enough. I, and maybe, maybe I'm being led astray by the media out there. Wouldn't be the first time, but, but I don't, you know, I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me either because not, so not only does, does, Tyreek Hill walk free because there's allegedly not enough evidence. I don't know how many times, how I can stress that enough, but his kid says he punches him in in the chest. His kid said, dad broke my arm. What more evidence do you freaking need NFL at Roger Goodell? Yeah, I'm adding you. So here is, here is something that just blows my mind. So Tyreek Hill gets off, you know, from his charges. So, In 2017, a player for the Seahawks named Jaron Reed was investigated for assault. And this comes from an adult female who had claimed he assaulted her in late April of 2017 at 3 a.m. at a home in Bellevue, I believe, Washington. Sources confirmed that the domestic violence case is open. Investigators are looking into the claim and there has been no determination on if charges will be filed. At the time, the Seahawks did not comment on it. I believe it was today or Friday or Thursday somewhere in there. Let's see. What? No, I think that's today. Today's the 22nd, right? Yes. Uh, so he gets handed down a six-game suspension for a violation of the personal conduct policy from an incident which was that alleged assault right. in 2017. So what What evidence 
what more evidence besides a tape saying that, yeah, my fiance broke my child's arm, the same child that Tyreek Hill beat in vitro, uh, battered his mother before he was born. Right. The kid's been Ty- beaten this twice. This isn't Tyreek Hill's first time. No. Run in with the law. And even if it is alleged, you should be handed a two-game suspension for number one, beating your pregnant girlfriend and having a history of said violence. It's right. ridiculous. I mean, this this I'm not a, a condoning like that. Jaron Reed should get you know should get away scot free. Right. He shouldn't. If he did it, then yeah, hand him down the suspension. But where in the heck is Tyreek Hills? And call me a hater, but good grief. Like, that's twice. Twice right. in your career. And then, to go on top of that, Kareem Hunt, also involved in another bar altercation over the 4th of July. So he's been kicked <laughs> off the Chiefs for pushing down a woman, kicking her in the face while she was on the ground. He released from was released from the Chiefs. The Browns signed him in the offseason. And then... He goes, you'd think he'd be like, oh, I'm, you know, skating on thin ice. I better be careful. No, he goes to a bar over the 4th of July and starts an altercation outside and uh, is a, in under investigation for that. So it's just like th- the NFL is so wishy-washy. Like they hand, they hand down incognito a two-game suspension for yelling at his grandmother and beating a casket like, and yelling for his father's head because right. he's, you know, an emotional wreck. distraught. Right. Uh, and then they just are like, ah, oh, Tyreek Hill, because you're super fast and everybody likes you on their fantasy football team, no charges. Right, right. And the and gavel I, I think, sounds and everyone walks away like, what in the heck? And I think there's so much of this that's so, there are so much politic and so much money involved with this kind of stuff because... That's the only thing that explains it because nothing else, like you said, you see these kind of no-name players like Reed, and I, I apologize, Seahawks fans, if he's a big, you know, part of your team, but I mean, uh, you know, he gets, he gets spanked with a six-game suspension, but then you've got a high-profile player like Hill. And it's like, well, you know. Doesn't I, even get a slap on the wrist, like right, not even not a even verbal just, warning. I'd have given, like him, a, yeah, given not, him a full disagulation. Yeah, not not even like a you know first couple of weeks you're out you know not not even that like this guy has a history of this kind of stuff it's just not like it's just you know it's not like what we had to go through with Conley remember that with Conley and everybody I sure you know, do. The, the rape allegations and then finally Conley fought it he said no and I think a lot of this has to do with extortion with these people see these people with money and they go hey I'm gonna get me a slice of this pie let's see what I can do. And Conley fought it, and he won. He fought it through a court of law. They found him not guilty, and hallelujah. Next thing you know, he's playing. But uh, th- but now you've got this. Like you said, we've got video evidence. And, but you know what? If Conley, if they'd have come out with video evidence of Conley, you know, uh, perpetrating a, a heinous act like this, then it, I, even as a Raiders fan, I would have been like, no, I don't want this kind of guy on my team. I don't no. condone this act. I don't care if you're a football player. Again, if you're a football player, if you're a landscaper, if you're a plumber, if you're a CEO, you don't do this kind of stuff. Like, uh, so, so no, there's no place for that in the world at all. But we live in a messed up world, so there's always going to be that kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean that we look the other way because, well, 
he's going to make a lot of money for the league this year because he'll sell, you know, the TV ratings will be epic whenever we have the Chiefs and the Patriots play or the Chiefs and the whoever play because, oh, people like Tyreek Hill. He's a he's a household name, man, in the NFL community. Um, so that's ridiculous. And I think there's a lot of that that goes on behind the scenes that we don't even know about because that's the only thing in my mind that explains this, that explains this head-scratching no, nothing for real um and it's tragedy. unfortunately yeah a tragedy in the world we live in um all we can hope for is that karma what goes around comes around man and hopefully karma's waiting in the bushes for one uh tyree kill so like perhaps vontez perfect right right yeah Whew. anyhow so i had to get that off my chest that was a ridiculous thing that came out earlier this week and i just could not believe it i think a lot of the nfl couldn't believe it i think there were a lot of chiefs fans that couldn't believe it there were Chiefs fans that were kind of like, uh, really? Okay. but And then they rejoiced who... in the streets afterward. Right. And it's like, no, stop and think about what you're rejoicing about. Like, this isn't about, like, it's not like, hey, justice was served. It's like, this dude got off. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with it. You yep. know how I feel. Anyhow, Tyler, on to other topics of conversation. Uh, on or the docket, we... lighting of the torch. The first uh, time... Yes. In the new Raiders stadium, I put out a poll to the people, uh, the millions, if you will, indeed, of our listeners, and uh, I said, I said the following: We're going to be in Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. The lights and sounds and shows and what a, a special effects that are in Las Vegas are innumerable. There's you have access to all kinds of cool things. I mean, even Tupac is like still doing shows as a hologram, <laughs> and Michael Jackson is doing shows as a hologram. So I put it to the nation. Michael Jackson actually is not dead. Just FYI. oh, neither is Tupac. <laughs> I saw him. The King, right? And probably Biggie Smalls. If we're gonna go down that road, I'm just I, telling you. I digress. However, we've got these this access to pretty cool special effects. It's a $1.9 billion stadium. So I'm thinking we have this hologram of Al Davis walking towards his torch at the end, you know, facing in that big area where it's going to be with the windows behind it and everything. A hologram of him walking up to the torch, holding up a torch, and then pushing the button or what, however the torch lights. Uh, but I think that that would be a cool way to open the stadium. Like Al Davis, your original owner, walking up holographically and lighting the torch. Now, people were, were like, no, it's he's dead, though. Like, it's a, a torch to commemorate him. And I'm kind of like, well, it's his house. Like, really, when you look at it, he's the founder if he doesn't come out with the Raiders, uh, and they weren't originally the Raiders in 1960, we've got none of this. I say it's his torch. He he can light the sucker. So anyway, yeah. I put it to the nation. Out of 49 votes, 80% said yes, that's a good idea. 20% disagreed, which is fine. Um, and I get that. Like it is, it is kind of his memoriam. But I'm like, dude, it's his memoriam. Light the torch. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, somebody also, I saw that for the final um, 
you know, final season in Oakland, select fans to, you know, have a raffle or whatever, or, you know, for fans to light the torch. I think that's also an awesome idea because now I agree. it's pretty official now that this is the, I mean, I mean, come on, Oakland, Oakland fans are living on borrowed time. They're playing with house money this year because last season was supposed to be the final season, that epic win Christmas Eve game uh, that will live on in my memory watching that that punt return 99 yards yes just a thing of beauty watching that whole game beating the broncos nonetheless probably one of the best rivalries in our division if not the best yep um uh but now you get another season with oakland i mean like i said this is house money let's let's do this thing up big i love the idea of fans getting in on the action being able to light the torch and i really hope and i think I think you're going to see a packed house every home game oh, yeah. in Oakland. Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty epic. Um, the only thing I do wish a little bit would love to see Marshawn Lynch back there. Part of me is going to miss him. I feel like you know, just like so many times these last you know 18 years, you know, we've seen these great individual players come and go, and I feel like you know misused or underused or not utilized correctly. Um, and it's kind of sad because I felt like Marshawn Lynch could have had a real wang do at least season with Oakland. Never panned out with all the transition and the and the um, injuries and such. Uh, so I do feel a little bit bad that his career kind of ends that way. Um, but you never know. You know, watch. Week one, all of a sudden he'll be out there on the sidelines suited up and we'll be like, what in the world? You know. <laughs> that wouldn't know surprise that. me. Right, right. So we'll see. We'll see. But I do, I, I, that, I feel like that'd be cherry on the cherry on the top to have Lynch out there. I don't know if how much he's got in the tank. I kept saying that and it seemed like every Sunday he was ripping off some pretty solid games when he was out there. But, yep. um, but I am excited to see this young man, Josh Jacobs perform. And, um, I'm excited for this final season in Oakland again, man. I feel for the fans, man. I feel for that. that that's, that's tough. You know, you had this team leave, then come back, now leave again. That's yep. that's fairly discouraging, I would say, to put it probably mildly. Yes. But uh, I really hope they enjoy it. I really do hope. I, you know, we've talked about what do we expect from Oakland this year and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, if they could put together an 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven type season, which I do think is possible. I know this, this schedule's brutal. Yes. But so much changes, man. So much changes from year to year. Yeah, you have one team you think is going to be – the hot hand and the next thing you know you know the, the lions were kind of that way the falcons have been that. i mean yeah there's no way the falcons on paper should be i mean how many games they win last year five i think yeah six, i think maybe? They, yeah five or six yep i mean there's no way on paper that team's a five or six win team yet that you know they're putting up poor performances every sunday and so you never know you know there's some of these games you know we're looking at and i'm going geez i could see us starting off like one and three or one and four and you know we might be three and two or you know three and three heading into the bye week or you know wherever that's I think that's like week six I think week five week six something like yeah that. something like that I don't have the schedule up in front of me no I don't either but I'm excited man I, I'd love to see them give Oakland a good send off and uh, some rousing home games and uh, I think Oakland's going to surprise the league a little bit I think they're a little bit ahead of schedule um, than even where a lot of people. Um, have them as far as before they're, you know, true contenders. I think Oakland's going to push that envelope a little bit this year and people are going to kind of start waking up and taking notice of Oakland again. Um, we'll find out, man. We've got, I mean, we're 
I mean, we're like three weeks away from the first preseason game, man. Can you believe that? That's insane. That's crazy. I know we play in Arizona on August 15th. And so uh, I I saw that uh, people were already starting to like, hey, where are you going to be? Let's tailgate. Because the nation travels, Micah. Like the nation freaking shows out everywhere. And so, you know, that's, that's awesome. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe a battle that, uh, maybe let's, let's do this question just, just for kicks and giggles. Uh, we're, we're probably about out of time, but what is the position group battle that you are looking forward to the most? Ooh, man, that's tough. You know what? I think... I think it's got to be the slot receiver position. That's a great one. Because I like Hunter Renfro. I think he's a player, again, that he's a smart player. And that's something Oakland's lacked in recent years. Smart players. And I think that is something that is underappreciated in the NFL. We look for size, Athletic freaks. Yeah, athletic freaks. Guys like uh, DK Metcalf. Um, get all the hype, but I think Hunter Renfro is going to come on, and at the end of the year, we're going to be looking at his stats going, dang, that dude's only a rookie? For real? But I want to see who Oakland comes up with, because, you know, we got rid of the dreaded, the dreadlock pirate, the dread pirate, as we called him. Yes. Um, the Seth dread Roberts pirate Roberts. Gone. He's gone. So who do we have in that position right now? We got Hunter Renfro. We got... Antonio, well, I just know a list of receivers. We've got Antonio Brown. We've got uh, Tyrell Williams. We've got Renfro, J.J. Nelson, Ryan Grant. Um, who else is there? Marcel Aitman. Yep, Aitman. And you know, then you might have uh, Keon Hatcher, Dwayne Harris. Yep. Um, so on, you know, at Pearson that slot- L that we we signed him this week. And released, I can't remember right. who we released, but he was a former wide receiver. Uh, well, he signed with us in April. We let him go. Then we re-signed him again, and he played for the uh, Salt Lake Stallions of the now defunct football league. I can't even remember what you what was that one USAF or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think JJ Nelson probably gets the nod in the slot. I think you have Brown and Williams out wide. So I think you're going to have a rotation, my guess, of J.J. Nelson, Renfro, and Aitman in the slot positions would be my guess. I think you throw in a little bit of Grant in the slot as well, perhaps. Dwayne Harris even. Um, But I think Hunter Renfro is going to get significant time in the slot. I want to see how that works out. And I'm I'm super jacked to see what we have at the slot receiver position. And we got to keep prayers up, man, that everybody stays healthy. Nothing crazy happens because, you know, you know what's going to happen, man. I mean, we already had who who at Bennett. Um, yeah, just Michael just Bennett. Broke, broke his ankle, didn't he? Yep. And then so, another guy from the Falcons, one of their safeties, did geez. something to his, oh, Torres ACL. And so there's always, you know, you seem like there's always about two players, two high-profile players every offseason that something happens and it's like, Ooh, just kind of changes the trajectory. You know, they go from a team that's probably going to be at least a, you know, eight, nine, 10 win team to all of a sudden, you know, they'll scratch out five or six wins. So we got to hope that injury bug stays off Oakland. 
hope guys like AB, like Carr, Josh Jacobs, you know, the, the line, um, stay healthy. And, um, you know, we, I, yeah, so we just, we just got to pray hard, man, that this off season's kind to us and we get through the preseason. I feel like once we reach preseason, we're pretty solid. The coach, the coaching staff's pretty smart about who plays, who doesn't in the time they get. And, um, Hard Knocks uh, premieres, I think, like the 5th of August or something like that. Right, right. So Hard Knocks is out there. My group of interest is the tight ends. I'm interested. I'm interested. Like I'm interested to see who makes it out alive of that group. We got Darren Waller. You got Luke Wilson. You got uh, oh, oh Butler, man. Yeah, Mr. The Butler but- did it. Yes, Mr. Butler. Butler's like a like a rip freaking freak, Hulk. Dude. My that dude's gosh, stacked. Like, How do the kids say it? The A's thick. Thick, thick with thick, extra thick, C's. Thick, yeah. yeah. With like at least four or five C's on yeah. the thick part. Yeah, yeah, so Waller, Luke Wilson, Butler. Uh, we released Lee. Um, who right. in the heck else? I, I should have been more prepared. Man, the red-bearded man. That that makes me a little sad. Just, yep. I mean, that, that was... Yeah, that hurts my soul a little bit. Not gonna lie. Um, but... I, oh, I'll Derek be, Carrier. Right. I don't know about Carrier, man. I maybe prove me wrong. I don't know. I, I like Waller and I like Paul Butler. Those are the two names. Uh, the rookie young man Wilson. I, you know, he. I think he might have a shot to develop. Mauer. Yeah, Foster think, Moreau. That's the right. new guy. So you've got uh, Paul Butler, Derek Carrier, Darren Waller, Foster Moreau. Our fifth round draft pick. Right. Uh, Eric Swoop and Luke Wilson. Okay. Um, yeah, and Moreau is who I'm thinking of. I got him and Wilson mixed up. But yeah, I mentioned yeah Moreau. I don't know if he gets much playing time this year unless something crazy happens. But like I said, we're, that's why we got camp, man. We got to see what happens. Got to see what happens. But, yep. And uh, I uh, I like Paul Butler. I think yeah. I think he is a Gruden likes him because he's a a grinder. He just never gives up. I think uh, he, we saw him catch the ball very well last preseason. And then he spent some time on the practice squad, got called up to the real squad at the end of the year last year. So that's a position of interest to me is the tight end position, how that all shakes out. What does Waller have? I think he runs like a four, four 40 as a tight end. So you've got some nasty speed there. Um, yeah, so that's that's the the group I am probably the most interested in is is that tight like end it. position. How does that shake out? Yeah, I like it. Both both offensive positions. Oakland seemed to go defense a lot in free agency, um, and so now um, you know hitting it hard on the offensive end with you know with what we've got there as far as these young guns. You know, getting rid of the guys like Cook and uh Seth Roberts and people. I mean, okay, Cook and Roberts aren't even on the same level. Cook's like way up here roberts (laughs) is down here um uh but anyhow so man it's it's gonna be exciting yeah it's gonna be an exciting offseason you know buckle up strap in and i'm pretty jacked tyler though i do have to say before we get out of here oh i i've got the random question of the week for you and raider nation if you're not familiar with this we always have one off topic question that we have to answer and i don't think even to date it has anything to do with football. 
And it's the only time... Actually, oh, it did one with Murph, the jerseys. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So, anyhow, Tyler, here's the, here's my question to you. And Raider Nation, again, chime in on this. You want to get on this? Give us a call. Send us a message. I want to know. Maybe we'll even put this out as a poll on Facebook. All right. You're going to get a hot, fresh, steaming order of French fries. Oh. Okay? Hot, fresh, right out of the wherever you know they're coming from, man. Which fries are you going with from what company, what restaurant, and why? Oh, man. So See, see this is tough. This, this is tough is because tough. You, have, you have steak fries. You I'm have, not a fan oh, of steak fries. I'll just... Make, people, you know, McDonald's kind of yeah. holds that blue ribbon of fries. Right. I, over the weekend, had some delicious Chick-fil-A, that, that, what, the waffle yes, cut type the waffle fry. fries. Well, see, in my head, I was thinking, okay, I... I don't really like the fries from In-N-Out. I like the animal style fries, but the fries themselves, if we if we break this down to a molecular level, the fry it. itself, the the potato itself, I'm thinking it's it's a t- it's a hard decision for me between the waffle fry of Chick-fil-A because you got all the nooks and crannies to get that delicious chick-fil-a sauce you know right. like in the the honeycomb and uh, there's more yeah there's more crispiness there, right there's more area of crispy yes on the waffle fries. yes but i also love five guys burgers Ooh. and fries five okay. guys brings in their potatoes from my home state whoop, whoop, of idaho and many times when I go to their to a Five Guys and I look at their wall, I'm like, Larson Farms, know those guys. Crapo Farms, <laughs> know those guys. Uh, you know, just all they're from St. Anthony, they're from Louisville, they're from you know, just all these places that surround me. When it comes to a fry, I like I like just kind of I like how Five Guys does their fries, man. I'm just like I'm just gonna go and I love their fry sauce. I'm a big fry sauce guy. Okay. For those for those of you who don't know what fry sauce is, it kind of originated in Utah. Right now, Heinz is trying to market it as mayo chup. That's just garbage because oh, mayo gosh, chup. Yeah, get that out of here. Get it out of here. Like it originated in Utah. It is a combination, a delectable combination, may I add, of ketchup and other various spices and mayonnaise. Some people put barbecue sauce in it. Somebody, some people put seasonal salt in it. Some of them put whatever garlic salt, whatever. But a nice crispy delicious five guys fry with their fry sauce from my store in Idaho Falls. That is, that is my favorite. That is my fry of choice. I love it. I love it. And now, now five guys, will you go for that Cajun fry as well? Cause you know, they have the regular and the Cajun fry. I'm just down. I'm just down with the regular fry. I like, I don't like Cajun fries and I could tell you why. Uh, one time I ate at Arby's. They have those Cajun fries. I was ill afterwards, and I'll leave it at Ooh. that. I've never liked the Cajun fries since that time. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. I like it. And I hadn't even thought of, um, uh, I hadn't even thought of the um, fry of the the five fries at Five Guys. 
So well played. That's on legal, that. right? I mean, that. No, that's yeah, a, absolutely. Okay. That's any crime. And I'm with you on the steak fry because steak fries. It's like I, I may as well be eating a mash, eat mashed potatoes, right? Which I don't is like better. Biting into it, yeah, it, it, and it's all like mushy, and it's like eh, I may as well, like may as well like cut this bad boy open, throw a little like bacon bits, some cheese, <laughs> and, and some some sour cream, sour cream, and a little teriyaki. If Heck you're in yeah. business, you know. Um, let's just go. Let's just bake up a potato and and rock and roll that way. Um, so I'm with you there. But I do have to say, for the longest time, I'm a huge McDonald's fan. I love their fries. Mwah, muy delicioso. Um, but I got to say, if you're giving it to me piping hot right out of the fryer, man, there's something. And I think it's because there's so much more area for crispiness. Oh. Those waffle fries, man. Those waffle fries. You get that little ketchup packet and you like do a little drizzle over the over those fries. Are you not a... Are you not a Chick-fil-A guy? Like the Chick-fil-A sauce? It's fine, but I would rather have just give me good ketchup. Give me a good, pure, wholesome ketchup mm. with a fry, personally. Mm. Leave that Chick-fil-A sauce for something else. You want to do something? And I, and I differ that way. Fry sauce is all right, but I would rather just give me a wholesome ketchup with a nice, piping hot fry and the marriage of those two flavors is just a match made in culinary heaven. And so took the words right out of my mouth. Right. And so you get that you get that extra crisp, you get that extra that extra crunchy of that waffle fry. And the great thing about a waffle fry too is you get at least a couple bites out of it. Sometimes three, depending on how big your mouth is. If your mouth is as big as mine, it's it's most of the time just one. Um, but maybe two. <laughs> so but that's I, I love I love Love, love that that, that waffle fry. Oh gosh, I love the waffle fry though. Give it to me hot. Give it to me fresh. I love it. Mm. Dang, I'm all hungry now, and I know Chick Fil A is closed because it's nine forty five. There's no way I could get to this store in time. Um, but anywho. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness see that was time a great to be alive. question that was a, a great question i came out you weren't ready for it were you no you but that was a great question though because like and like people can don't come at us about our fry takes either we're freaking <laughs> from idaho like that's all we have to eat is steak and potatoes uh, don't come at this, us about our fries this is a little known fact fries actually do grow on some trees in Idaho. Yes, so they do. So we know our potatoes, man. We know our potatoes. Don't at us. Don't so. at us on the potatoes. But no, I. it's a toss-up to me, like I said. It, I'll tell you what my garbage fries are. Oh, boy. Burger King. Burger oh, King gosh. and Wendy's have garbage fries. Oh, Burger King. Just like they took the fry and just totally were like, hey, how can we dem- like demolish and desecrate yes. what's something that's sacred? Oh, we'll make some fries, and 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 lo and behold, like which the gods be- looked down and and found that it was not good, right? And they gave it to Burger King. Yes, That's basically how that <laughs> whole thing went. Because ah, I, yeah, I like their I like their hamburgers. Like I love a a good you know the Whopper yep. burger with cheese. I yep. love it. It's great. But then their fries are just trash. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. But yeah, no, trashy fries. It- Burger King and Wendy's, good fries, uh, 
Chick-fil-A, and my ultimate Five Guys. Love it. Love it. Raider Nation, you want to weigh in? Give us a call, man. Let us know. Give us your Oakland Raider topic, whatever you want to talk about. I want to know what kind of fries you like to eat. You may as well drop that knowledge on us. Give us the reason why, too. Make an argument. You got to make your case for your fries, man. Change my mind. Right, right. Change my mind. 208-557-9771 is the number to call. Hit us up on Twitter and the Twitterverse at Behind Patch. Find our page on Facebook, Behind the Patch. It's all good, and it's all there. Thank you so much for listening. Tyler, man, you got anything else before we wrap this bad boy up? One last shout-out. Um, and we have a bunch of, fo- like, 449 followers on Twitter, which is great. I We're, we're coming along on that. And, uh, awesome. One of my friends from Syracuse, New York, who I, I wish he was there with, like, the Salt City Silver and Black Steel, but now he's in Ohio, Drew Barron. Uh, shout out to you, my friend. I've been meaning to do that for a long time. One of our long time listeners. Awesome. I appreciate appreciate the love and uh, thank you for listening. Even though he's we we've converted him, Micah, to a Raiders fan. He awesome. was floating yes. around in the doldrums of of nothingness. Now ah. he's he is converted to a Raiders fan, and uh, I like to think that we had something to do with that. So, I think so. I think absolutely. So. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Drew. Appreciate you and, and Drew's family as well. All of the, I, I know his other brother, Derv, listens as well. So appreciate the love. And awesome. uh, if you're in back in Syracuse during a Raiders game, you could borrow my uh, membership card maybe. Rob will let you go in and, and watch the game with him. So. There you go. There you go. Love it. Raider Nation, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. So much more to talk about. Camp's right around the corner. In fact, starts whoop, whoop. tomorrow. So we will be in on it. We will calling out. We will be calling out all the ridiculousness that is getting ready to hit um, basically the pages when everybody starts. The speculation begins to fly. Uh, we Come here if you want to find the truth and you need to be <laughs> led in the ways of Raider Nation. We will take you by the hand and lead you down yes, the dark we will. path. Yes, we Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. We will see you in the next episode. Just win, baby. 